The following program has been pre-recorded. This week on Belonging, we'll talk to Kevin Eberly, a student at Belmont University. I was never the most athletic person in the family. I was never <laughs> the smartest person in the family. So, so <laughs> I kept showing up, you know, on Tuesday afternoons for my piano lessons. He'll talk about what gives him hope and his desire to do what he loves. Life is short, but life can feel really long if you aren't doing what, what you were put on this earth to do. This week on Belonging, next. This program is made possible by the generous donations of Jeannie and Bill Stayskull, members of Christ the King Parish in Nashville, and by a grant from the Cook Foundation. Take advantage of the many opportunities for young people in the Nashville Diocese to connect and find belonging. Like University Catholic, a community of college-age students who are serious about their faith and unite in fellowship and friendship to deepen their personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Go to universitycatholic.org to find out more. You can also connect with young Catholics like you by attending events like Summit Music City. It's a night of music followed by adoration and reconciliation. It's free and open to young people of all faiths. Go to soundscatholic.com. Or try Theology on Tap, where you can gather with other people in their 20s and 30s like you who want to learn more about their faith while enjoying a beverage together. Join Theology on Tap Nashville on Facebook for events and times. Welcome to Belonging on Nashville Catholic Radio. We're a show that provides guidance to young adults as they journey through life and continue to grow in their faith. Uh, Father Gervon, the chaplain at University Catholic, uh, joins us each week. And my name is Zach Jansen. I'm a 24-year-old living in Middle Tennessee and here to go through life with you. Uh, this week, our guest, Kevin Eberly, is a student at Belmont University. Uh, has a lot to testimony about his life there and uh, coming from Milwaukee. So, Kevin, thanks for being on the show today. Yeah, thank you for having me. Uh, so, so you guys work together all the time, huh? Oh, my God. <laughs> Like, Mr. President. <laughs> All the time. Yep. <laughs> we'll, we'll get into that. Uh, for those who maybe not familiar or, or know who you are, tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, where you're from, and what you're doing here today uh, in Nashville. Yeah, so uh, like you said, I grew up in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I try to hide the accent, but I've been told it comes through anyway. Um, <laughs> I grew up uh, one of ten children, so we were a, a good big uh, Catholic family. Um Went to went we all went through private Catholic grade school. Um, uh, I went to a Jesuit high school, um, a Marquette University high school, and then uh, I started my college career at Marquette University, also in Milwaukee. And then um, he found Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> you know, after all my time with the Jesuits, I I grew used to the jokes. They, they're, <laughs> wow. They're where, where were you in the family of ten? Where, where did you lay? Uh, number six. Really. So, my parents like to say that that when I graduate, it'll be good because they know they're getting to the end. You know, there, are, there, are, <laughs> there, are, there are only so many kids, you know, left after me. So, um, so, so I started at Marquette University. I was there for a year and a half um, before I transferred uh, to Belmont uh, as a sophomore, um, which was a year ago. Was my first semester. Um, obviously, it was a a weird semester. It was not normal. Uh, so it was cut a little short and I finished on Zoom, but came back uh, what, in the what, fall. What sparked your transfer to halfway through college? Was that just a personal decision or you just, you just couldn't keep going up there? Yeah, th there was, there was a lot, um, th there was a lot that influenced <coughs> the decision. Um, part of the reason was I, I had been there for a year and a half and I had, um, I was a finance and economics um, student. So I was in the business school and I I did the classes and I was working the internships and, and 
it was it was not good. I did not like it. Um, wow. I, I I was not uh, applying myself, you know, as much as I could, and and didn't didn't necessarily know it early on, but but was just uh, unhappy with this path that I had chosen. I think that's a beautiful decision to make, I think, in life, especially at a young age, but at all stages of life, is when you realize that you're unhappy somewhere and that you don't have to keep going through with it, whether it's school or work or where you're living, that you can make a change. And you and you did it, huh? And so, yeah, and, and I was lucky. When I came and told my parents that I not only did I want to transfer, did I want to leave the business school, I wanted to go uh, study music, which is what I'm studying here. You know, there, there's always the fear of, well, and the jokes, you know, come for music students too, is, you know, you're not going to make any money. How are you going to get a job? How are you going to do all this? Um, but I was lucky. My, my parents, my family was very supportive. They were with um, you, huh? Um, my, I remember the, the night I was, I was nervous and, and sat them down to talk. And uh, my mom looked at me and kind of laughed. And I said, well, what? And she said, I, I already knew it. She said, I wish you did this a year and a half ago. You know, <laughs> you know I, I wish you had done it right away. But uh, they were they were very supportive and, and very kind. And it was just it was just time. I knew what I was doing wasn't working. Um, Where did that passion of music come for you? Was that from growing up, or had you just knew you wanted to pursue either musicianship or teaching or something? Yeah, I so um, I, we we a lot of me and my siblings had had done piano lessons from a very early age. Yeah. Um, and eventually everyone, when they sort of found their path, split off. And music, you know, I, I was never the most athletic person in the family. I was never the <laughs> smartest person in the family. So so <laughs> I kept showing up, you know, on Tuesday afternoons for my piano lessons. And uh, I stuck with it uh, by the grace of God and my parents, who kind of forced me to stick with it. Uh, and That's then, your future. Yeah, yeah. And it was my mom back then, too. Uh, and, and then I got to high school. Um, and, and really started to enjoy it um, more and, and sought different opportunities, playing in school, playing outside of school. Um, it, it, was, it was what I was good at. It was what I enjoyed doing. Mm. Um, then when I went to college at Marquette University, there were some opportunities to keep playing, but it was pretty limited. There, there weren't that many opportunities. There was a lot of other stuff I had to do for school. Um, so it, it never went away, but it, it was very hard to, to carve out time to do that. But when I said, I'm not going to study business, that was kind of immediately the, the thought of, well, might as well go go do what, what I know I love doing and, and see see what happens. Well, so you know what you love to do, which is, which is a question a lot of people keeps, keeps, keeps us up at night. Uh, when they're pursuing a major, or like I said, or having a job somewhere when they, when they know they don't like it. And if, if they choose something they want to do, what would they change right now? And for you as music, that's beautiful. Um, speaking of the Jesuits, I'm going to be honest. What's, is it, we know we joke about it. Is it. What's the difference that for someone who doesn't know, is it just a different way of practicing the faith or something or what? I feel that the Jesuits, they are known to be a little bit more liberal. Okay. On the liberal side. So they, they do a lot of uh, education. So they work a lot of with uh, schools and universities and everything, but you know, they do have a, a really beautiful spirituality. Mm -hmm. um, you know, if I, if I can plug yeah, the Jesuits yeah, for just a second. Yeah. yeah, and it's, and it's really a, about giving, giving yourself totally and, and being open to the different ways God can work uh, in your life. So it, it really is beautiful. They, they do, uh, they are the, at the expense of a lot of jokes. Yeah. But. So obviously you found yourself at home 
here in Nashville as, as a, something new, but you find yourself as the uh, president of the Belmont Catholic community. <laughs> Somehow I swindled my way into that one after just a couple of months here. <laughs> <laughs> well, what what impact did that have on you to to find people that you could you could you could be with and, and cherish your time here? Yeah, that that um, University Catholic was was uh, one of the first groups that I connected with when I was when I was in town. Um, I had a friend uh, back home who went to school back home and uh, had experience with focus missionaries that also uh, serve um, university Catholic and, and schools around the country. And he said, they're really, they're really great. You, you should connect with them. I know they're on your campus and, and, you know, they'll be great. And I said, okay, you know, I, I will. Apparently, I took too long because he tracked down a phone number <laughs> for one of the missionaries that was here at the time and called the missionary and said... It's like the mafia, you know, yeah, hey, yeah. one of mine is coming, take care of him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, make him, yeah. And, and so that's what he did. He, he called the missionary and, and gave, uh, gave him my contact information and said... You know the kid will be hesitant, but but pull, pull him in; he'll be good. And so, and so the missionary did, uh, and and immediately, I mean, it it was it was really amazing how how, you know, I I got dinner with him maybe my first week there, and after that, I don't think a day went by where I did not hear from somebody uh, in the university Catholic program saying, "Hey, um, uh, we've got adoration and mass tonight. Hey, we've got." Praise and worship tonight. Hey, we've got this going on. Do you want to grab lunch? Um, so they reached out to you, like even if you couldn't or didn't want to go, yeah. they were persistent. Yeah, and and it that was really helpful for me uh, because I'd lived all of my life in the same city, surrounded by a lot of the same people, um, and, and and family was very important, and and friends were very important, and then uh, all of a sudden I was in this city where, you know, I maybe knew one person that was at Belmont when wow. I transferred. Um, and, and so University Catholic and the students and the leaders, everybody stepped in and played this, this really important role in my life. Um, even, when, even when school had shut down and we were all virtual, um, mm. they, they were, they, like you said, they were persistent. They were always there. They were, they were great. I think that's what we're all, what we're all looking for as humans, not only spiritually, but just in, in life in general as well. We all want to be, I guess, wanted is the idea, is that to have people seek after us and know that we're not alone and people looking for that community. And so now as the president of the Catholic community, what does that entail for you as far as are you, are you overseeing the, the Catholic students there or the, the younger ones especially too, maybe? Yeah, so, so th there's, a, there's a leadership team um, and and our goal is to is to make sure that that everything that is promised these great events um, and 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 adoration and and mass and forming forming disciples of Jesus mm -hmm. goes smoothly and and goes as we as we promise it will um, mm -hmm. and it's not not necessarily <coughs> younger students versus older students it's mm -hmm. it's anybody who Anybody who comes in is is welcome and, and loved, you know, when they're there. Well, that's pretty powerful. It sounds like your work is much appreciated, and just that whole Catholic community there. You, you might change it to a, a Catholic campus. I don't know. <laughs> just, I think that's what we're all praying we're working for. On it. That's what we're all praying for one day, 80 right? 80% of Belmont students are Catholics. So. That's probably the largest denomination there, it is, isn't it? Yes. 
Wow, that's pretty powerful with your role in the community. And then as a musician as well, I'm curious just what, what that life is like for you now. Have you taught father to play the, the guitar already? Or no? I am a, I am working. <laughs> I already bought my guitar. No. I have a guitar. We are we are in the stage where we start just by looking at the guitar and trying you know, Appreciate b- it. before we pick it up. And, yeah, it's still in the cover. And, you know, the, yeah. I have to <laughs> the, the original it, yeah. rapping. Yeah, well, you, you know, hey. we start somewhere. Is that where you see yourself as far as like, uh, I guess, you know, we talk about vocation as far as like career and uh, marriage too and origin life. Was that where you see yourself doing in your life is somehow a career in music to, yeah, to that, love what you do? Yeah. Um, when I first transferred and, and was, was trying to pick a major, pick what I wanted to do, I thought, you know, I, I could do, I could study music business and still get some of that. And it sounds better on paper. It sounds better on paper. It sounds better when you tell it to people. And I was, I was praying, I was reflecting on it. And I said, you know, that that's the same thing as what I'm doing now and, and a little different, but, but if I'm going to make the change, I'm going to make the change. And I'm, and, and so chose to study music performance, um, Mm. which when then then when you ask about the future, there's a lot more uncertainty, but there's there's a lot of options that you know you can you can teach and you can work in the music business and you can be a musician and 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 there's a lot of different ways to 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 make it happen and make it work. Does, does that ever keep you up at night at all? As far as like maybe once in a blue moon, it's like man, what am I gonna do? Yeah, uh, absolutely. Um, I mean, every, it happens to everybody. It, it happens to everybody, and and especially with, you know, a, a music degree, it it there are a lot of options and a lot of possibilities. Um, mm. but you know, the music degree really musicians make really good priests. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I think I read that somewhere. Okay. <laughs> do you have people coming to you, Father, at all, saying, "I have no idea what I want to do, either either career wise or just like once I get, once I get out of the school at, at Vandy or Belmont, like what, what am I supposed to do now?" And do you have to, yeah, I, yeah, all the time. You yeah, know, probably every like, hour. Yeah, like, yeah, all the time. So, and then we work a little bit with seniors about that. You know, not only that because I think like Kevin and many other people that came here, University Catholic gives a great community opportunity so we really work with the seniors how can you find that great opportunity when you leave you know whatever you're going to go you know i know that the young adult ministry in many places are you know really growing and everything so how can you get plugged you know because i mean university catholic uh, we really you know try to do you know the liturgical rules and everything and you know as much as we, you know, music is, is it's good and we have cantors and we have, you know, so it kind of, it, it helps us to pray. You know, sometimes when you go some places. We're coming back to the Jesuits now. Yeah, it's like, oh, Lord, <laughs> what is happening here? Whoa! You know, that kind of stuff. But, like, yeah, that's, you know, that's, and I think that's the beauty about being Catholic. It's not about the music. It's not about, you know, the homilies. It's not about, it's about Jesus himself, you know, because I'm like, oh, I didn't get anything out of this mess. Like, actually, you did. You did. Get Jesus. I mean, if you need more than this, we have a problem here. Mm. You know, so so we always help. You know, the students like, how can we help you to, you know, as you you know move on, and you know, like probably when you start your like you know real job, you're not going to be able to, 
you know, depending how you work and everything, to go to mass every day, to, you know, have a holy hour every day. But how can you do this in your own? What can you do? I was talking to somebody yesterday during marriage prep, you know, he's getting ready to get married in the summertime. And I was like, so what are you going to do, not only you, but you and your wife? Mm-hmm. How is your prayer life going to be? Yeah, it's going to be things that you do in your prayer life that you're going to still do by yourself. But now you have a wife that you have, and your main job is to guide that person to heaven. Mm-hmm. How are you going to do this together? It's like, well, I never thought about it. I said, well, that's where you do marriage prep. So let's get into that. You know, let's wow. see what what is is not me anymore. Now it's us. What are we going to do? How are we going to make sure that now, you know, you know, in this specific person, you know, he pray morning prayer and, and evening prayer and night prayer every day. So how can you invite your wife to do this? To do it together. To it's do, us. To, to, mm-hmm. So it's not like, oh, this is my prayer life. You don't know, get away from me. But <laughs> how can we do this together? Wow, that's a beautiful thought on, on marriage and just as far as what, what that takes. And uh, what's it like for you, uh, Kevin, just as far as like, do you, do you have, I guess, as a, your your own routines of, of prayer and maybe on your own, but also with just with with the community too, as far as being involved. Yeah, I I certainly have my own routine uh, uh, personally, and and uh, that that's important for me because that's what gets me through um, the, the 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 dry times, the the dark nights. Is is relying on on this consolations routine. and desolations. <laughs> <laughs> speaking the Jesuit language. <laughs> You can hear it. That's right. Yes. Um, but in, I, I also believe it, it's really important to to have a, your your rotation, your your kind of set schedule of prayer with the community. Um, University Catholic offers daily mass, offers uh, adoration, offers uh, a, a, a small chapel, a place to pray. Um, and for me, that that is really important. Um, because even though I am not marrying all of the people that are there, it, it is still um, it, it is still really impressive how a, a community can grow together if the community is praying together and praying for each other. And and mm. I think it's I, I think it's really important. Well, what would you say to someone maybe out of high school or, or any year younger than you deciding on, on what they want to do? Um, thinking that maybe it's not as popular or as profitable or my, my parents don't support it. What, what would you say to someone who, who's, who's uncertain if they should follow what they love? I would say that life is short, yeah. but life can feel really long if you aren't doing what, what you were put on this earth to do. Um, and, and there, there is going to be pressure. There's going to be anxiety, um, no matter what you choose, if you choose to go to the business school, you know mm-hmm. you you may have more certainty um, about what you're going to do. But there there are going to be the, the business school has its own challenges and and things that will cause you concern. And I would just I would say do what you know you are here to do. Um, wow. Even if even even if it's hard and it's going to be hard. I mean, wow. everything we do is hard. So I've I've loved learning about your life, Father, as through all these interviews and your episodes. Just seeing all all how it's changed so much. Did you have those moments in your life where like maybe you weren't like totally necessarily unhappy, but where you knew you wanted change? Like it's time for me to do something different. Absolutely. I, I, I think, and I told this before. On the day that I received my diploma from my tourism degree yeah i got a diploma you know it took i started for three years and then went to be a missionary for three years and then came back took 
you know, I could have done in one year, but I was like, let me do in two years because I don't know what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. I kind of had that, the back of my heart that, you know, God was calling me to be a priest. But I said, let me go slowly, you mm-hmm. know, so there's no really hurry right now. So I did that. But I remember that, you know, I got a diploma, you know, and, and I was like, yeah, I was really happy because I finished that. But at the same time, it's like, that's not it. Hmm. You know, it's... It's always like, what's next? Well, what yeah, now? Yeah, it's like, I'm glad that I finished this. And I glad, I glad, I mean, I'm glad that I have this degree. And, and it have, have helped me so many times in my priesthood and everything. But it's not it, you know? Hmm. And I think it's just like you, you see that really beautiful, you know, girl. And it's like, she's awesome, but it's not for me kind of thing. <laughs> kind of thing. It's like, yeah, she's, you know, you know our, our sons and daughters will be, you know, <laughs> yeah. Beautiful, but that's not for me. So I think it was that moment in my life that I was like, you know, something is still missing. Hmm. And then, you know, going to philosophy outside of the seminary, you know, kind of working through and, you know, enter the seminary, got kicked out of the seminary and all that stuff. But and, and it was fun because my mom was like, you were so lost. It's like, no, I knew the goal. <laughs> We had to take some detours and curves and, you know, <laughs> out and down, you know, like, woo, you know, like, I, you know, she was like, I've been praying for you because you're lost. I'm like, Not really. I, I knew where I want to be, you know, more than what I want to be. I, I knew where God was calling me to be. Mm. And, you know, life is hard, you know, things. Uh, but, you know, don't be afraid to change, you know, like, you know, Kevin's like, hey, yeah, I, a year and a half in. Uh, you know, I can't finish this, but am I going to be happy or am I just going to be miserable? <laughs> you know, am I going to, do I want to, you know, I mean, probably, if, you know, finish business or whatever, you find, you know, a good job, you know, receiving, but are you going to be happy or are you going to just be that person like, ugh, I have to wake up and I have to go to this job, you know, like, ugh, I have to drive, you know. And, and then that's the other thing, you know, somehow I think the, university system, something you have to, you can't expect a 17, 18 years old person just coming out of high school to know what he or she is going to be doing the rest of their life. Most of the people, whatever you're going to work, that thing doesn't exist when you enter college because the way that things, you know, change so far, I mean, so fast, most of the things you, you're going to be, you know, working, it's, it doesn't exist yet. Yeah. Think about Zoom and all that thing that we had, I mean, on the last, you know, couple of, most of the church didn't even have a Facebook page. <laughs> you know, now they have to, you know, it's funny, this, this, um, of the priests that, you know, bless my, you know, bless their hearts, had no technology, you know, expertise, and then they put like, you know, Facebook Live, and they tried to put the... It's called the different faces, and you know, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, what is happening?" And then we have to adapt, you know. We can't, we can't just. I mean, university guy, we just bought a Mevo camera. It's a you know? very impressive uh, yeah, system. Yeah, it's it, you know, it's like, hey, we had, we have to adapt, you know. How are we gonna do this? You know, because it's like we can be like, whoa, we can't do, and even during the quarantine, during the lockdown, you know, I'm proud to say that we did not miss any mass wow and, it was or any never, never closed huh? it was everything through you know it was kind of creepy to you know preach for a cell phone or talk to your cell phone <laughs> or whatever but we did you know yeah. that's in and that's kind of what kevin said 
even through lockdown, even through quarantine, even through all that stuff, that's what we have. We can, you know, complain like, oh, we can, yeah, or we can just go ahead and do and change and adapt and do what we have to do. And then in a way, you know, people say, yeah, now I can fast forward, you know, <laughs> father's homily or whatever, but whatever it is. But that's the opportunity that we have to, you know, propose Jesus Christ and form his disciples, you know, to beat the, 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 the barriers of good news. Wow. That's beautiful. Um, our, our, our last episode, I remember uh, we had a, Camden, your friend, uh, to talk about, we, we mentioned the word vocation, how she had to just even Google it to see what, what it meant. And uh, he had a beautiful definition of it. Uh, what are your thoughts on that term whenever it crosses your mind? Do you feel yourself praying about that or having guidance from others as far as which way you want to lead in, in, in marriage or, or whichever way? Yeah, um, one of the, again, one of the nice things about studying something that isn't music is, is you can make a, a clear picture of this is how, you, you know, even if I don't uh, become a priest, this is how I'm going to contribute to, to my community. This is how I'm going to contribute to my church. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, I can work in a, I can work for an archdiocese. I can spend time. And, and so you can paint this clear picture. One of the things that, that I struggled with um, when, I was, when I was praying and trying to figure out what to do was, if I go study music, how can I contribute to, to a, a religious uh, community like University Catholic? That's a beautiful question. In a, in a meaningful way, right? Mm-hmm. Because I, maybe I won't have as much money to donate, and maybe the hours I work, you know, will look different, and... And so I did spend, and still still do. I don't I don't have an answer to that question perfectly. Yeah. yeah. Um, the fact that you're even thinking about it is how can I use my talents for the church? Yeah. Really? And and I'll say uh, I think that's one thing the Jesuits uh, uh, ask even even of the young high schoolers is you know some some of you will become priests and and uh, religious sisters and that's great. Many of you, most of you will not. So yeah. what, how, how, can, how can you use where you are in your life and, and give uh, uh, and offer it for the greater glory of God? Um, and, and so that was really helpful um, when I made the transfer and, and, and even now as I, as I keep reflecting about vocation. Mm, that gave a lot, of, a lot of clarity and hope, I guess. And uh, if I may ask too, Kevin, what, what gives you hope uh, at where you, where you are towards the end of college to move forward, no, to know that it's going to be okay, that I'm, I'm pursuing music, what I love? So simply, what gives you hope? Like Father, Father G said earlier, life is hard, and it's hard for all of us, and it's hard in different ways. Um, and, and because I, I have been fortunate enough to be around um, and be an active Catholic my whole life, um, I'm able to sit here today and look back at, at, the, at the hard times and the times that, you know, I thought it can't get any worse than this, right? And <laughs> usually it does, but... And, Just wait. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and looking back on those moments, even if I, even if I didn't see it then, um, it, it, I see it now as... God is there, and, and God is always present, and, and there's the story of, of the man walking on the beaches in heaven, and during the hard times of his life, you know, he only saw one set of footprints, right? And, and he said, God, wh- where were you? And 
said, I, I was carrying you. Um, and, and that's what gives me hope, not, not any, anything I can do, not anything I have, but th- the fact that I, I, I spent time and I, and I really believe this was the right thing to do, and I trust that God, you know, it, it may not be a direct path, but he will, he will his, his will, you know, is, is what I'm striving for. And so if I continue to pray and to be mindful of that, then, then hopefully... I can I can form my will with his and and, and reach that end. Wow! To have that trust uh, that we're doing his will and that we're, we're at least striving for it, at least even if we don't know what we're doing. Uh, but to have have that hope. Uh, thank you, Kevin, for being a guest on the show today. Yeah, thank you for having um, me. And thank you to Father Javon as well, and, and everyone in our listening audience. Uh, special thank you to Jim Chandler. We hope you just uh, felt connected with what you heard today as far as finding that change, to not be afraid to do what you love. Um, remember, you can find our show wherever you get your podcasts by searching Belonging for Young Catholic Adults, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, my name is Zach Jansen. Thank you for listening to Belonging on Nashville Catholic Radio.